Hi, everyone, and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail. We're now embarking on a non-stop return journey to the main entrance and parking area. During the trip, we ask that you remain seated at all times and no smoking, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in just a few minutes, you will experience one of the most unique pageants presented anywhere in the world. The W Radio, your information station. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 709, and together, as we have been for nearly 18 years, we're going to celebrate the magic of the Disney parks, movies, Marvel, Star Wars, and more here on the podcast, my weekly live video on Facebook every Wednesday night, events, blog, and more. Please be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, spread the word, and find everything at www.radio.com. So, an episode that I wasn't sure I would ever do, this week we look at the top 10 restrooms in Walt Disney World. From what makes a great restroom to the where and why it's on our lists, it's where to go when, you know. Then stay tuned for our Disney trivia question of the week and your voicemails and more updates and information at the end of the show, including our next meet of the month in Walt Disney World. If you like what you hear, please help share the show and tell a friend. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WW Radio Show. This is an episode 18 years in the making. And the first time I ever received an email from a listener suggesting this topic, I wasn't sure if it was a joke, a prank, or if someone was just being silly, but I got the same suggestion again and again. And in time, I came to the realization that when you got to go, you got to go. And you asked a lot, by the way. And so here we finally are with our list of, wait for it, top 10 restrooms in Walt Disney World. And when you gotta go, <clears throat> I mean, when you think of restrooms, I mean, when you hear top 10, you think of Tim Foster from Celebrations Magazine and Guide to the Magic.com. When you... When you said when you go, you got to go. I, I'm on the floor laughing. I'm collecting myself just to talk to you right now. That was. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. I'm I am. I'm, I'm very I'm very scared. I'm very scared. I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned. <laughs> we'll see if this ever actually makes it to the broadcast. But when this topic came up again, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a few weeks ago during a. Wednesday night live show, like a number of people volunteered to join me. 
like, hey, I'm in. I'm in for the for the restroom conversation. But only one member of the WW Radio Nation family made an actual plea. P, plea, plea with an L. <laughs> he says, and I'm I'm gonna read his email. It says, per your request, I'm sending you my list from my comment. Um I'm not sure if you want the list of actual bathrooms, so I put one together. And here's my, I'm pleading my case for a top 10 bathroom review. Number one, I consider myself a bathroom user. Number two, as a residential construction (laughs) superintendent, like he's legit, like pitching himself. I have the experience in the functionality of such facilities and can accurately assess their performance as well as their appeal. Number three, the world needs to know just how cool the bathrooms can be. Not many people actually pay attention to the details they put into spaces such as bathrooms. Number four, I'll be in Walt Disney World February 4th or the 11th, and my sources have confirmed that bathrooms are, in fact, used during this time. And I was so moved, no pun intended, I'll stop, sorry, that I had to say yes. And so please welcome to the first, who knows, maybe the last time, to the show, WW Radio Nation member and self-proclaimed bathroom expert, Garrett Longhoffer. You know, I hearing that again, it makes me wonder why <laughs> I, I put so much effort into it. <laughs> you wonder that too. I wonder this every time. I mean, when I but say, you, you know, yes, go ahead. No, no. But uh, yeah, like you were saying, like I said, um, WDW they put a lot of a lot of attention in their their bathrooms that they they build, and uh, you know I, th- it just blows me away how great they can be sometimes. And and you know I think I think not enough people pay attention to it. <laughs> For years, so I've much, always <laughs> so much to say. Uh, I've always preached, you know, you have to look up and look down and look around. I never necessarily meant in in these facilities. And gentlemen, we have not discussed this at all, so I have no idea where this is going to go. Again, pardon the pun. But first things first, I love, let's get something out of the way. These are restrooms and not bathrooms. There, there's actually a big difference. Like restrooms, like we're talking about, are public facilities and, and spaces, while bathrooms traditionally have like it it means the entire room which includes a bathtub or a shower or some type of bathing enclosure do you know why they're do you know actually do do you know why they're called restrooms i can't say that i do know so does it have to do with the romans it does not it it sounds like it sounds like there was gonna be a history of the world part one joke in there no but in the in the early 1900s um, upscale theaters and restaurants and facilities like that would have like these comfortable sofas and chairs located in or next to a room where the sink and toilet facilities would be. So you literally would go in there to sort of rest because you were sitting down. So they are restrooms. They are not bathrooms. You could get fancy and call it a water closet, a loo, a lav, a lavatory, a washroom, a powder room, not a John. Wait, do you know why it's sometimes called a John? I'm full of useless knowledge. Do you know why it's called a John? It, it's the it's 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 named after some dude. 
Wow, Tim, that's John. John, <laughs> this is where I pause and let you fill in the blank. <laughs> it is named after I'm way, I'm way off a dude. Well, you're right, but it's the dude right. who literally yeah. invented the first flushing toilet, Sir John. He was a sir. He was Sir John Harrington. Who, by the way, I have a poster of him on my wall. <laughs> wait, you, wait, you too. More. Wow, <laughs> he was the godson of Queen Elizabeth the First. Get out of here! Listen, you come wow. for you come for Mickey Mouse wow. stuff. You learn the history of toilets. <laughs> this is <laughs> all right. Before enough with that. Um, enough with that. Before we get into it, and, and each of all our our lists. Let's just talk for a second of like, what makes a great restroom? Like, what did we sort of include in our considerations? Like, is it location? Is it design, decor, theming, the, the size and the number of facilities in there? Uh, is, is background music something I took into, into consideration? Is it where it is? Is it maybe some of these hidden, more secret restrooms? Because in the Disney parks, there's more than a hundred, including, by the way, like thirty or so companion and family restrooms. Um, oh. So, what were some of the things that you included in your decision-making process, Garrett? Since you had the plea first, and Tim has no preparation whatsoever, I'll let you answer first. I, I, yeah, I got to invent my answer. Uh, well, I think one of the first first things I took into consideration is theme. Um. You know, the the restrooms in the different lands, they're all themed to the specific area they're in. And how well they hit on that theme is something I took greatly into consideration. Um, the next one was cleanliness um, and then uh, usage. Um, and and the, the those two kind of go together. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of where I went with it. I think Tim's list is I just go wherever is close, and that is sort of where he he made his list from. No, I I had a. This is a tough show. This might be the toughest show we've ever done, Luke, because I don't know how to. All right, so criteria for me, I mean, theming, of course, I theming was probably at the top of all of our lists, but uh, this is a very personal subject <laughs> and, and i'll tell you like restrooms i will be talking about uh, to me privacy and location are at the top of my list location 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 <laughs> and <laughs> privacy and all of that and clean i think they're all clean i mean sure you yeah. run into some that are busy and all that but you know i think that's kind of a given but so I, i'm going to be going more for where you are and then privacy and all that kind of good stuff so and yeah. sorry to interrupt, but the one thing I did also really hit on a lot is the tile work. Nobody, yeah. I, I feel like nobody looks at the tile work. I'm raising my hand, Garrett, because I do. Oh, I'm going nice. to preface this because we're going we're to talk about theming and details and all that. But again, this is more personal information I feel like I should be sharing, but my eyes are firmly straight ahead at that point. I'm not really looking around. So 
I, I, I'm going to come up short, I think, as far as details. You know what? You know what? You know what? And we're going to keep the double. Let's keep the double entendres to a minimum. A um, couple, couple of quick things. Yes, Garrett, I agree that the janitorial cast members, you know, Walt Disney World, all the Disney parks do an amazing job keeping the locations yes, for yes, the most part. Very, very clean. Actually, I mentioned Walt Disney World because obviously we're only talking about this, you know, Walt Disney World in Orlando. Although... If we were including things like restrooms in Asia, it's a very different experience. Like go back and listen to the show we did about Hong Kong, Disneyland and Shanghai and Japan, which by the way, has not just the best restrooms like of all the Disney parks, they're the best restrooms on the planet. Musical heated toilet seats. I'm not kidding. Like when Uh I came home, I went on Amazon to try and find a Japanese toilet that I could put in my house. It's, it's an experience. Not, I can't get those on shop Disney. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. I would line up though. Yeah, that'd be great. And I'm happy we're doing this as a podcast as opposed to like a video because clearly a live man, report. Yeah. You no, know, I'm hoping that you have no pictures because it's just beyond weird. Don't take pictures in the restrooms because it's just and we don't uh, we didn't sort of talk about any sort of of parameters and limitations. I will tell you at the outset, I did not include resort rooms in my list. I did not include any resort because I figured if you're staying at the resort or you're eating at the resort, like that's you're not going to sort of seek out those restrooms, although the restrooms in the Star Cruiser are are, are spectacular, but I digress. And now, now you're not precluding those no, from I'm lists just saying I did not. Are you? Because you will have wiped out 83% of my <laughs> list of them. <laughs> um, and I'll be um, Go ahead. I, I tried to avoid those as well, because like you said, those are more bathrooms. Those aren't restrooms. Um, exactly. and, and the public doesn't really go in them. So I tried to hit on ones that, you know, the common man, as you might say, might stumble <laughs> upon right. in need. Well, right. this is fantastic because my list is safe. That, that was gonna say. Tim's going to be like, he's that guy who's in like Frontierland. I'm like, listen, man, I have to get on the monorail and get to Grand Floridian. I, you I know. know I, like, I know I've got a lightning lane, but I'll be back in three hours. So. Um. All right, let's let's get into the list because I'm I'm frightened and curious as to where this is going to go. Garrett, uh, you made your impassioned plea. You are my guest. You can go first, and then Tim, and then me. Okay. Well, after a lot of research, digging, and uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, I had the pleasure of using the pioneer hall restrooms. Oh, and if you haven't been there, look at you go. I was like, nobody's going, I was like, nobody's going to go to pioneer hall. That one, the, the theming is, is just 100% on point. Um, you have to leave pioneer hall, walk around the outside, go into a separate area, it's most of the time it's very clean because nobody knows it's there. And then while you're walking there, if you're there for the hoopty do review, it's probably nighttime. You hear the bugs, you hear the waves on the shore of Bay Lake. And then when you walk in, 
there's hilarious and beautiful tile murals of cowboys and wagons and what have you. And then on top of that, on top of that, it's one of the few restrooms on property that I've found has mirrors actually in front of the sinks. Hmm. Really? I never thought about the mirrors in front of the sinks. I never, I never thought about that either. I was actually thinking, so I, I had this, Garrett. That's why I was like, I'm like, nobody's going to mention Pioneer Hall. I had it for for one reason and one reason alone, the tile work. There is a, a cowboy mural inside the men's room, and I believe it's only in the men's room. I do not, I've never been, but from what I understand, they do not have a similar mural in the woman's room, but there's this big, beautiful, probably five foot wide by two or three foot high tile mural on the wall which looks like you know a painting from the 1800s mixed in with a little bit of like the chuck wagon scene from blazing saddles if you get my drift (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and that's that's kind of uh one of the things that put it at the very, very top and i don't know if you noticed but there's another one right at the entrance it's got like a it's kind kind of a landscape with a wagon on it, so there's kind of a hilarious one, and then a, a more I don't know. It's not serious, but it's you know it's it's more artistic, and then on top of that, just the tile work in general is is fantastic. And the color palette matches sort of where you are too. You talk about sort of the theming. It's subtle in that you know there's not a lot of decor in in the men's room, but it, it does sort of match where you are and does have that sort of rustic outback western feel to it yeah yeah for sure for sure mr foster i'm i'm yes sir i have no idea what's going to come next in all the years we've done this i usually (laughs) don't know it usually there's a go with me and i this is one where i don't want you to say that but we will i follow along with you to where you're going to take us I didn't think of how hilarious saying go with me would be on the show until you said that. So no, I'm not going to say <laughs> Please that. Please so. don't. It's, this is so I'm weird. I'm actually going to go. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. This is gonna, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be one of those shows because I know sometimes you find it hard to You wonder if I've ever been to Walt Disney World sometimes because of, you know, my lack of experience on, you know, the roller coasters and things like that. This is very much probably going to be a show where you guys will talk at length about a restroom like this one. And you didn't ask me, and I appreciate it, where you say, well, Timmy Foster, what did you think of that restroom when you were there? And I'll say, I've never been in that restroom. That's going to come up a lot in the show. I, think. I but, pretty, as soon as I, he said Pioneer Hall, I'm like, Tim's Googling right now where that actually never, is. Never. No, no I, I just gave up. Claire, I just gave up. So. <laughs> But I'm going to do one. And I actually I had a little concern. This was going to go off the list. Number one. So thankfully it fell to me. So uh, I'm going to go over to Hollywood Studios. Oh, I'm going to go over to a land far, far away in a galaxy a long time ago to (laughs) that to the galaxy's edge. And um, the, the restrooms there, especially in the marketplace, which is the one I frequented. So I'm familiar with it. Um, just we talked about Galaxy's Edge so many times about not just the theming and the detail, which is which is a, a common thing you talk about no matter where you are in Walt Disney World, but how Galaxy's Edge just takes that theming to a whole new level 
with the immersiveness that you get as soon as you walk into that area of the park from the signage and the walkways to the cast members being in character and part of the story. And that includes the restrooms in, in Batu and Galaxy's Edge. When you go in, you're not in a, a polished, tiled, sanitary restroom from planet Earth. You're you're in a restroom that you you could very well imagine being in a place like this. There's there's rock work, there's troughs, and it's it's rugged and uh, has all the same same ambiance of the marketplace and that you're on this backwater planet at the edge of the galaxy. And then as I say this, and I was actually describing this to my mother and she went, ew. And I hasten to add, <laughs> no, no, it's the theming. Rest assured, the cleanliness and facilities are beyond reproach and top notch. So let's make sure everybody understands that. But just again, just how that they carried that theming through to a place as mundane as the restroom was amazing. And uh, if you took the time and it's not a place I would spend a lot of time in for I buy places to go, but everything from the floor, the walls, the, the fixtures, uh, everything you see, just everything picks up on that theme. A uh, great testament to the detail that is found throughout galaxy's edge. So Tim, that was very intelligent very articulate. However, Overruled. however, there are yeah. no restrooms in Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Okay, where did I go? So do you know, and if you Garrett, you know the answer, don't say it and don't Google it. What are the restrooms in Galaxy's Edge known as? <clears throat> Wait, don't say it. That's going to be this week's trivia contest. Excellent. They are not called restrooms. They are called something else. That'll be the trivia contest for this week. Googling madly, but I will not say it. But good call. <laughs> oh, they're good call there, Lou. I didn't even think of that. So but there you I go. Had even this, more so. <laughs> I very much so had this though. on my list because I agree with you. I love how worn and aged and utilitarian and, and industrial, but cool they are inside. And the you can see the the floors are worn as you walk up to those double sided cement sinks that sit in the middle of the restroom with all the exo exposed pipes so you almost feel that you are in some sort of a like i said much more like, like industrial type of environment um i, I love I, I love especially the marketplace restrooms because of where they're located. When you come out into the marketplace, you can hear the people bustling and, and talking in the building upstairs. And you've got the, the Dianoga popping up in front of the, the water fountain and the water refilling station. I, I think it is one of the most well integrated and themed of the restrooms. Like it flows again, not meant to be a pun, but it flows so seamlessly you know, as you enter and exit into the actual land that you're in, like from the ground to the walls, everything just sort of fits exactly where you are. Well, said. yeah, y'all took y'all took the words right off my list. Um, I'm just had, glad you didn't go number one. Or well, wow, <laughs> dude, come on, talking. man. <laughs> I'm gonna stop as soon as, as soon as I said it. Never mind. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> I had those. I had those listed. Uh, actually is my number two. 
Uh, no, you can't do that either. See, see when he does it. <laughs> that was completely un- unintended. Just call the second <laughs> one on your list. <laughs> it was show, the second one this, on my list. This show is such a minefield. Um, but yeah, the the bronze fixtures, the bronze wall mount fixtures in those cement troughs, it, it just gives it that little contrast that that steps it up, you know? Um, but that was something I really enjoyed about those. Yeah. I think I remember the first time I saw it, which is odd in and of itself, just being so impressed at how the storytelling and the aging sort of carries into an area that is, is very much off stage, but feels like there is no disruption in the theming and, and the placemaking of where you are, which is one of the things I really enjoy most about it. All right. I'm going exactly. to move on to the first one on my list and I'm torn. I'm torn between two different locations and I'm going to go with my heart, which sounds bizarre when we talk about restrooms, but I'm going to take us over to Epcot center and it'll always be Epcot Center to me. It'll always be Journey into Imagination, period, for me as well. And I'm going to take you to the restrooms by Journey into Imagination. Now, they are unremarkable, right? They are sort of tucked around the side. They're normally quiet because they're not sort of on a main thoroughfare. You have to sort of either be going to or coming out of Imagination to sort of look for them. But the reason why, and the singular reason why this is on my list, is not for what it has. It's not for the facility itself. It's because of what you hear. And don't make it weird, Tim. But in this restroom, right, we talk about the background music and the importance of music in the parks. In this, and only this location in Epcot Center, you can still hear the original Journey into Imagination 1983 background music loop. There is a beautiful, like orchestrated version that you would do have never heard on the on the attraction in in decades. But it's like somebody forgot to change the record in the jukebox as they kept on update, <laughs> updating like Epcot. And I think like nobody wants to talk about it because you don't want anybody to be like, oh yeah, we need to update that to the to the most you know the the current soundtrack for the attraction. It's not. And it is a piece of Epcot Center that is literally frozen in time. And uh, again, it's it sounds ridiculous when we sort of talk affectionately about a restroom. But if you are nostalgic, if you are a sentimental like I am and you love Figment and his, his original Journey to Imagination, again, without being weird, go sort of hang out a little bit and listen to the music loop that comes out of the Journey into Imagination restrooms. I I don't know how you did it. This was on my list for other reasons, but I'll I'll piggyback on them there. That's not weird. I finally said something that wasn't weird. Um, But but, well, I can't talk about it because you stole it. So now I got to just go off of yours. (laughs) I had it strictly because what you said it's out of the way and it's it's surprisingly out of the way because 
I tell people about this when you go to the Imagination Pavilion. It's off to the right, and there's nothing over there. So mm -hmm. there's no reason for you to go over there unless you wanted to go listen to the 1983 soundtrack. I'll come back to that in a second. But um, so as I tell, if you're looking for somewhere out of the way and not crowded, that's great because nobody ever goes over there. But I, I'm a little worried now, though, that there's going to be courtesy of this show and all the people listening there's going to be a lightning lane now for this place <laughs> come listen to the 1983 soundtrack of figment you can hear it no place else but here so now we're gonna have to sign up and get in line and all that the other thing i like about this and actually i honestly i think i've talked about this on this show before and i don't know if you know lou if this is still there i'm not sure if it is but it's the figment signature that's in the mm -hmm. cast member area is that do you know if that's still there it is because i haven't it is still it there is still there so one thing so it's a fun thing this isn't really restroom connected but it's close and it's another reason to go over there if you need another reason um is there's a cast member entrance exit there and i i tell everybody when i'm talking about this secret honor the sign don't go in there you're not a cast member don't go wandering around back there and look but if you peek around the corner you can see one of my favorite details is in the cement presumably as it was drying there he was figment scrawling his name in the wet cement so you can find like sigments i guess we can call that his autograph <laughs> for what it's worth but it's a fun find and it's Obviously, it's out of the way. It's not even on stage. Technically, it's right around the corner of that cast member exit. But that's back there. The restroom's back there. She said, I just go there for peace and quiet. But now I'm going to make that a destination. <laughs> All the other things. I'm going to give me some imagination music from 1983. I'm just speechless. I, I don't know <laughs> how to respond to that. Number one, I didn't even know these bathrooms existed. Well, that's and why they've been <laughs> private up till now, until this show, and now everyone's going to go. <laughs> and then number two, I didn't even know Figment signed them. I guess he liked oh, them yeah. so much. I mean, like, like it's technically not at the restroom. And if you do want to see it and you see right, a cast member, yeah. ask a cast member if they'll show it to you because it's just over the threshold but but please like tim said do not go and walk into that area but know as you walk yes, by honor the sign right yes. know, know that as you walk by tim uh figment did sign his name like the, the like the little you know the innocent child that he is he signed his name in the wet cement in front of his home yeah and i, and I believe you can see it from from the stage where you just kind of poke your head around but yeah so it's right there but yeah fun Fun find. I think, Lou, I think you told me about that one, actually. So there you go. Garrett, we're back to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to take one that I think might be on one of your lists. And I, this was the first time I had ever been there. It's not in the parks. I'm going to take a ferry boat over to Disney Springs. Oh. And I'm going to go to the boathouse restrooms. Wow. Wow. I did not have it on my list. I've never been to the boathouse because no one ever oh, takes boy. me. So. I, you know, get you some filet mignon sliders. Take them over to the restroom. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, though. The, uh, 
when you walk in there, the stall doors are made of solid wood. That's just, it's so classy. You you pull on them, they, they have that heft that a solid wood door has. The stain is amazing. The pattern in the tile floor makes a compass in front of the sink. Um, that you've got those wall mount faucets with that beautiful granite or marble, whatever it is, that stone selection on the countertop. It's just a classy bathroom. I love it. I love it. I I frequent the boathouse a lot. I have seen said bathroom. So with the and with the interesting sort of figureheads on the doors for the men's and the women's room, they had this sort of like weird metallic 80s vibe kind of going along with it. I you know, I I didn't see that when I looked, but you know, it's the those wood doors just it, it really really stuck with me because you know the, you don't really see that often yeah. but I mean that's it just it was just a knockout of the park in my opinion. I dig it, Tim. I promise I will show you one the restrooms day, one, and the menu at the boathouse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe my luck that this is still on the list. Cause I thought there is no way I'll pencil it in, but there's no way it's going to be here when I get to it. I feel like when you talk about restrooms in Walt Disney world, there's, there's a clear top of mind. Number one. And, um, I said <laughs> so to start this, we'll go back in our, in our way back machines, courtesy of Lou. Back to the days in Fantasyland when you would be walking around Peter Pan's flight or it's a small world and you have to go find a restroom. And the only restroom around was it was busy. It was crowded. It it was circa 1971. So it might not have been the most state of the art thing in the world. And then Rapunzel's Tower appeared and the new rest area appeared. And one of the greatest restroom areas in all of Walt Disney World appeared. And I think every time this subject comes up, even very superficially, that's the one everybody goes to. Because not only are the restrooms beautifully themed, clean, big, um, the whole area is such a delight to be in, especially at night. Uh, Not just the details surrounding you in the courtyard all the little elements from Tangle that you can see, the half-eaten apples from Maximus, which I love to look for, the hoof prints in the cement, uh, Rapunzel's Tower, which is like yet another castle in Walt Disney World, but that's a subject for another time. But, and, and I always find this a funny detail. It's so hard to think of it these days, but one of the first charging stations for those phone things we carry around. And at the time, that was so... Amazing. And thank goodness those are there. Lou and I remember you and I walking through Liberty Square looking for that one outlet to plug into so you can (laughs) plug your laptop in or something like that. But now they're there and now they're everywhere. So it doesn't seem like a big deal if you go today. But when I whenever I talk about how beautifully themed that whole tangled area is and all the deal detail that went into it, uh, the tower, the waterfall, all of the the structure that went into it. And in the end of the day, it's a restroom. 
and it's all because it's not an attraction. There's no ride. There's no show. There's no anything. It's 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 a restroom. And to your point, Lou, I think taking the rest of restroom that part of it to an extreme, like it's a great place to even if you're not using the facilities per se, but it's a great place to hang out and relax and enjoy the ambience again, especially at night. I love it with the lanterns when they're lit up and uh, and the towers lit up and 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 looking for Pascal hiding in the bushes and. It's such a delight and um, really took restroom to a whole new level when that happened. And as we saw with Galaxy's Edge and other places, I'm sure we'll get to just another indication that Imagineers will leave no no stone unturned when it comes to adding details and magic to an area. Tim, I'm I'm happy and and not surprised that you chose Tangled and and put it at this point of your list. Uh, This is what we like to call a softball uh, in the list of exactly, of so I'm surprised it was still there, and I said, "Well, I'm taking it now because this is from here. It's downhill for me." So I remember, I remember when this opened, and there was this, dare I say, dare dare. There was almost a controversy about the opening of the tangled restrooms. There was one for some people, like myself, lamenting the loss and the the demolition of the Skyway station, which we had come to know and love since 1971. But from the ashes of the Skyway station, this phoenix arises and this beautiful tangled tower. And like Galaxy's Edge, this entire area that is sort of themed after the village in Tangled, right? There's this wonderful tribute to this beautifully animated film Yet people are mad because they get a a restroom area instead of an attraction. However, I think you're right, Tim. I think Tangled sets the new restroom standard by which all other restrooms shall heretofore be judged because (laughs) of it's not just the facility itself. The, The theming in that courtyard, that village courtyard, travels inside the bathroom where there's spectacular gorgeous details the walls and the ceilings have these very very intricately detailed vines and flowers and and stars and even the um like the globes for the lights are themed and they look as though they came right out of the film there's the hunt for all of the hidden pascals there's the wanted posters for the snuggly duckling friends there's the the pans and details from the films it's the restroom area is so nice. How nice is it? It's so nice. There's a photo pass photographer stationed out there in case you <laughs> want to take a picture near these wonderful resting areas. That's a good, I think I saw a photo pass person with a whole, a, the whole lantern thing to take your picture with Tangled. It's like people go to visit the restrooms, not necessarily to take advantage of the facilities. It's it's you know what? There's no attraction. There's no show. But in a in an odd way, it's uh, it is sort of an attraction in a way. It is an attractor. Right. It's an attractor. Right. Yeah. You'll stop. I mean, I and hey, uh, just looking at the tower, which is an amazing uh, structure to look at. I mean, to me, that's not, that actually is an attraction in of itself, like, you know, the Beast Castle. Um, over by be our guest it's there's nothing in it but i just love looking at it, i take pictures of it and all that so yeah 
And last time it's I even, was, oh, it's go, even go more beautiful at night, by the way. Yes. And yes, super not so secret pro tip. It is one of the best places other than standing in front of the castle to watch fireworks because the fireworks are actually, they're actually, they actually shoot off behind fantasy land. So you get a new perspective of the fireworks. And if you frame it just oh. right with the lanterns hanging overhead, you get some really, really, really beautiful shots there. That's a good, I did not know that. I'm going back. Oh, yeah. Listen, that's what you get when you come here, Tim. You get the history of toilets. I and get information. Spots. <laughs> I know what's more valuable, that or knowing the name of the person I have to thank for all of this goodness. Never forget. Yeah. Never forget Sir John Harrington. <laughs> you know, the, the last time I was at the Tangled Area restrooms, I noticed the PhotoPass person, but you know what I also noticed? About three or three or four other photographers just taking pictures in front of it. Oh yeah, it was it was insane. Yeah. There's, I mean, it, I guess it's not insane because of how beautiful they are. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it, yeah, the the Imagineers just took Tangled and and ran with it, even though we only got a bathroom. But you know, it. I I, don't, I can't add any any words I mean, on top of that like you said that that's the thing that amazes me and whenever i feel like when everyone if anyone talks about disney and they're uh and i think mistakenly talking about how little attention they pay to things uh, for whatever reason um clearly not people that have been there or been there recently but um the fact that they did take this much care to create this area because they really ostensibly they really just need to create a new restroom and they could have just done that. They could have just built a new one utilitarian. There it is. It's big. It's clean. It's nicely decored and all that, but this is, this is Disney. We're not going to stop there. And they made it this. That's just an example. I look at how much they put into absolutely everything they do. If they put it into this, what are they going to do for you know the real attractions and stuff? So just amazing. I'll say one last thing. The Tangled restrooms walked so Galaxy's Edge restrooms could run. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? That's it. I'm writing it down. <laughs> T-shirt idea. <laughs> Tim's That's getting cool. like, right. Tim's getting fodder for, for his magazine. I like that. This. I like that. <laughs> um, I am. I'm torn. I'm torn between two restrooms, but I'm going to go to one that is actually my favorite for a variety of reasons. One, because of, of where it's located and, and again, all the things that we talked about before. And it may not be one that you've ever been to before because you have to sort of almost go one place first in order to sort of get access to this restroom. I'm talking about the facilities at the Hollywood Brown Derby, which I will argue still remains like a wonderfully casually elegant meal inside of a Disney theme park, reminiscent of 1930s Hollywood, go for the Cobb salad, stay for the grapefruit cake, and then stay even longer for the restroom. They are, dare I say the restrooms are a beacon for the show business elite. When you step under that canopy and walk into the, the lobby of the Hollywood Brown Derby, 
you feel as though you stepped back in time, not stepped back in time to 1989, but stepped back in time to 1930s. There's this instant sense of elegance and refinement and I don't want to say class to it, but it is. And and you feel like you're a celebrity, right? You're surrounded by all of those caricatures, which are the hallmark of the original Hollywood Brown Derby and this not nearly, it's nearly identical carbon copy here. I love, love, love the music of the thirties. It's maybe I was born in the wrong <clears throat> century, whatever it is, but I love the music of the thirties. And as you go, you know, the restaurant is, when you enter the lobby, the restaurant is off to the right. The um, If you go to the left and go around the corner, there's elevators there, which used to take you up to anyone, the catwalk bar, correct. Uh, now it takes you up to Club 33. But around that corner, there's also restrooms. Tim's, you mentioned the, the, the doors. The doors here are like these big, heavy, dark wood doors with actually beautiful fixtures. Like sometimes pay attention to the little details, right? Michael Eisner said everything speaks even the handles and are they're very ornate and they feel as though they are antiques from the 30s. And then when you walk in, they're they're relatively nondescript because they really are just black and white checkered tiles and um you know patterned tiles on the floor. It just always seems and feels like incredibly super clean. Like you almost imagine there being a bathroom attendant, excuse me, a restroom attendant in there, as you would have seen probably in the Brown Derby in the 30s. Again, you can hear that great music in the background. They're never really crowded in there. And just like the restaurant, those caricatures carry over into the restrooms themselves. Again, if you are one of the celebrities that's in there, you're like, oh, go see me up on the wall in the Brown Derby. Where can I find you? In the men's room, right above stall number two. But, you know, like, you know, that's what you find, like Shecky Green or something. I don't even know who would be in there. But those those signature caricatures carry over. So the theme of the restaurant, the theme of the building is consistent throughout, even and including the restrooms. And if you want a little bit of touch of an elegance, with your restroom visit, I invite you to the Hollywood Brown Derby. The- I have had the grapefruit cake. <laughs> Very good. But I have not visited said facility. So it's going right at the top of my list. Maybe. This is the the one thing you. that steps up that bathroom for me is the penny tile floors. Mm-hmm. The, the little... Um, almost polka dot floors interrupted by that almost Aztec print. It's not really Aztec, but you know, that, that design that borders it. And then the checkered tile walls. I mean, that, that one just screams old Hollywood to me. And like you said, if you're going to imagine a space, you might as well do it right. And, and they did it right for that one. Tim is still looking up who Shecky Green is. So I actually know who Shecky Green is because we nicknamed one of my school chums Shecky. So <laughs> love American ha! style. Ha! He actually was in History of the World Part One. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Joey Bishop, Ed Sullivan, whatever. I'm dating myself. 
I know who these people are. I think I'm dating myself. Uh, this is really more for Garrett. He just he has he has no idea who these people are. Garrett, yeah, you oh, are what? <laughs> you, <laughs> what? I um. So wait, is that where are we? Are we around nine somewhere? We are, we are at Garrett. Yeah. We are all right. So we're around. So each of us, let's do one more, and then we'll throw in any honorable mentions we might have. So Garrett, make this one count. Okay. Well, let me skip around the list here and make sure I get. Uh, oh. I can't believe nobody's taking this one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Next. That, you, that's what I was torn between. You walk out of the, the um, ride. You come up that escalator. You maybe buy some merch that they wonderfully place right there at the end of the ride. And you walk around the corner and there's a little. It's, it's an entryway, I would say, to restrooms, both male and female. Um, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that they pump in that treated water smell <laughs> into those bathrooms. It's the bromine, but it's, <laughs> it's the bromine. <laughs> um, that, that old Spanish colonial feel with the, the clay shingles and then the Spanish gender signs uh, that mural on the back wall made out of blue mosaic that breaks up all that brown, red, and tan. Um, the deco accents. Uh, if you walk into a stall, there's like a, a, a blue square with some really, really nice deco tile above each, um, you know, stall entry. It's, it's just a, like they, they, the tile work there is just fantastic. So we just bonded over our restroom selections. Uh, I had this one on my list. It was the one that I was debating over for all. So uh, again, I love the mosaic, the mosaic accents. I, I love that uh, heavy wrought iron detailing. I love where it is, right? Because I actually think, for a long time, this was sort of like the secret restroom that I would show people. Because if you're just sort of walking from, say, Frontierland to Adventureland, uh, maybe there is now. But I don't ever remember there being sort of a very prominent sign saying to sort of go off to the right in this sort of unmarked um, doorway to walk through to get to these restaurants. Where, like you said, it's Caballeros and Damas on the wall. But there, there's also like this small covered almost like a little mini courtyard outside that have benches. Like you can sit down and, and wait for whoever might be doing their thing, but it always felt like a little bit of a secret restroom, even though it is directly connected to the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, attraction. And the fact that it's small and the fact that it is a little bit out of the way is the reason why I had it on my list. So, never been there. Uh, Tim, we're going to have to do a restroom tour. We have so many places to go and then we'll end at the I'm boathouse so restroom. I'm uncomfortable the right now. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. The, 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 just the way they're, they're placed in there, I think kind of turns people away, but they just don't know what they're missing. If they're looking for a awesome theme space, you know, See, Tim, you don't know what you're missing. You just don't know what you're missing. All right, Tim, get us to the next, probably, possibly last on your restroom list. Well, 
All right. Well, I'll, I'll take a couple. Of, so, so my, so as I mentioned at the beginning, one of the things that was went into my list besides theming was for me personally, it's out of the way. It's private. There's nobody there. So that's kind of where I went, was going with my selections. I am treading so lightly with what I say right now, but um, anyway, <laughs> Uh, these are a couple that are actually in uh, resorts. And even though you guys made some rules that I wasn't privy to that someone else wasn't about. a rule. It was, it, was my anyway. own, it was my personal yeah, suggestions. Rule. I get it. So uh, one of the restrooms I I always liked and I, I and I've told people about it. It hasn't ruined it. So I think I'm not giving anything away uh, is at the contemporary resort. And these are the, the public restrooms uh, to differentiate between Garrett. I think you were saying there's the, the public restrooms and then there's the ones in your room, which are very different things. But this is this is a public one. This is down on and there are probably several in this area. This is down on the second floor, which is the convention level at the contemporary, uh, which is a great place just to go hang out. Otherwise, there's lots of especially when there's no conventions going on. There's plenty of seating areas down there. So I like to get a snack at the Contempo Cafe. Instead of eating there, take the escalator down, hang out there, find a nice spot. You can chill out. Your family's there. And there are plenty of restrooms there. And they're contemporary resort restrooms. So they're beautiful. They're, they've uh, they've got that uh, metro New York cosmopolitan style, however you want to describe it. And it changes depending on how they retheme the resort. But very, very beautiful, very clean, very elegant, and for the most part, very unoccupied because there's nobody there. So it's a great place. The whole second floor to me is a great place to just hang out and get away from the hustle and bustle of not just the parks, but just the fourth floor right above you where it's very busy with the cafe and the shops and everything else. And likewise, uh, we always, when we're at the Grand Floridian, we'll visit the restrooms there. They're not quite as out of the way and hidden as the ones on the second floor per se, but um, right outside like the Grand Floridian Cafe, you have that beautiful sitting area where you wait and they have restrooms there and they're beautifully decorated, keeping with the theme of the Grand Floridian. Pretty much any resort you go to, the re the restrooms will be beautiful, but to the point themed to that resort. So you can, <laughs> looking forward to it seems a rod way to put it, but know that the theming of whether it's the Grand Floridian or the Wilderness Lodge or the Yacht Club or the Beach Club or whatever will carry through carry through to the restrooms. And um, and I'll stick with that because I have some thoughts about rooms, uh, bathrooms in your rooms, but I'll save that for honorable mention time because that's clearly breaking the rules. I know that. <laughs> I am pleasantly surprised that the last one on my list has not been mentioned by anybody. Dare I say, an argument could be made that they may be some of, if not the most beautiful of all the restrooms on our lists. I'm like a five-year-old. Forgive my potty humor, but when you have to let it go, go to Norway. Oh, my God. It's, mm. I got that. Shecky Green taught me that one. So the, <laughs> the restrooms in Norway... Uh, obviously have been refurbished in since the time of the introduction of the frozen attraction. And what is nice about these is even though it is in such an incredibly popular part of the park, they're not actually 
easily visible, right? They're, they're not sort of front-facing to the promenade. So you have to actually walk past Anna and Elsa's, the Royal Summer House meet and greet and the wandering reindeer gift shop. That's where the restrooms are. They are spec like spotless. They have, are always spotless, probably because everybody is either shopping on the attraction or meeting Anna and Elsa. But the theming, once again, carries over and through to the aesthetic of Arendelle from the color of Elsa's signature blue, the woods on the floors and sort of that almost like a, like a wainscoting, um, you know, from the floor up the, the, and and it's tile, it's not sort of actually wood, but there's something, there's a warmth to the restrooms and the doors have again, that signature, uh, sorry. Yeah. The, the stall doors have that signature, blue color again with that sort of wrought iron huge wrought iron hinges on them um you know i mean it's hard to sort of describe the the restrooms for the other thing too they're if you go there like in the middle of summer i remember being in there they were freezing like i'm sure it's just because it happened to be a super hot day outside and maybe because it's next to the frozen attraction but it was such a nice respite from the incredibly oppressive heat Outside, actually, one day I'll share with you the single coldest spot that you can find in any Walt Disney World theme park. Tim, I may have shown you this once before. Um, and oh, by the way, when you're done taking care of business in the restroom, by the way, the bakery just happens to be right next door. Oh, right. Top 10. Now placement. you sold it. Now you sold it. <laughs> Top 10 placement of a restroom. Exactly. You can. You can go do what you need to do, grab a school bread and just relax underneath that beautiful grass roofed hut thing. Um, hut thing. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, um, I think they did a great job blending that those frozen colors, but also holding on to those those norwegian colors that that red and the white and the the wood it really really kind of feels like you're on a on a viking ship almost um but then also throwing in that frozen blue and then kind of blending in that that frozen feel even pumping in the cold as you say um so so before we move on to our honorable mentions I really, when I decided we were going to do this as a as a as a show, I'm like, oh, this is fine. It'll be it'll be a short show. It'll be 15, 20 minutes. How much could you possibly talk about restrooms? Yet here we are. Okay, um, Garrett, then Tim, and then me. Any sort of quick honorable mentions that you just want to throw into the mix for consideration as well? Gonzo's Royal Flush, just for the name only. <laughs> well, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, any for you? Oh, um, I, you know, I, I had a couple. That I didn't put them on list because one's not there anymore. <laughs> so, I just wanted to say this. It's kind of a look back and hopefully looking ahead. One of our favorite restrooms as a family for the longest time was in the Innoventions West building in Epcot Center, Lou. Uh, just because it was huge, it was, you know, it was cold i think that was cold there too but one of those just weirdly overlooked places so we could always go in there's a huge place to sit it's not there anymore so 
Yeah, I can't tell you to go visit it, but it makes me hope with all of the new stuff coming to Epcot and Epcot uh, World Celebration and all that, what we have to look forward to, especially as we talked about Galaxy's Edge and Pirates and Tangled and Frozen, how the details are going to be everywhere. And not that visiting the restrooms near the Journey of Water is high on the list of things to do when Epcot, new Epcot rolls around, but I have a feeling I will be pleasantly surprised, put it that way. So I have a couple of ones that that I was sort of bouncing up and down around my list, not knowing exactly where to put. So I'm going to go very quickly, sort of lightning round of other restrooms to be on the lookout for and or make sure you visit. Uh, I'm going to go to Disney Springs to T-Rex Cafe, right? A little bit off necessarily the, the beaten kit path. My son loves, loved dinosaurs. I love Steve Shustler. So we have this love of T-Rex Cafe the it, the interior of that restaurant, if you've never been, is incredibly well-themed. The men's room is a He-Rex, and the, the ladies' room is a She-Rex. And inside, there are fossils all over the walls, of, like by the sinks. There's like trilobites and ammonites and, and fish and whatnot. And even like the mirrors are sort of carved to look as though they are very organic. So very, very well-themed. Over in... Epcot Center, we're going to go back to the American Adventure. The restrooms there are right uh, next to the gift shop. They're huge. Uh, and they, right outside, there's that little courtyard with the picnic tables in the shade. They play patriotic and colonial music inside as well. Speaking of Epcot Center, I have two words for you. It's not always open. You don't always have occasion to get there. But I will... I'm going to, I'm going to say that these are probably the largest restrooms on Walt Disney World property, and it's World Showplace. World Showplace, the exhibit center that was sort of built for the Millennium Celebration, the restrooms there are huge, like dozens and dozens. I'm like, I can only speak to the men's room, but stalls as far as the eye can see. It's like going to a sporting arena. There are so many in there because that facility holds so many people. They're massive. I got. I got to. I got to jump it because I had this on my list, but I was afraid to say this because I thought you would shout me down. That Tim, you can't just go there because it's not (laughs) well. Oh, but yes. Oh, I can attest because we were there. It had to have been during a festival, so I think at night they were doing something, or maybe it was even a DVC holiday private party or something. But we were able to go back there, and yeah huge yep. clean well they were clean because nobody was in there but um and and uh and my wife was there so i, I can attest to you we we don't know lou but she reported yes <laughs> women's room just as huge just as massive just as oh my goodness this is so big this has to be on the list but again <laughs> you can't just go there anytime you want to so right if there's, right, if there's a special event i'm mean, gonna have to just mention it because every time i walk in there i'm like this place is it huge. is amazing no it's like an airplane hangar it's, it's cavernous like it echoes <laughs> it's <in> the- <laughs> um from the largest restroom to one of the smallest little hidden restrooms and again, technically, you should be a patron of the dining establishment. And technically, it's actually not in the land that it's in because there are no restrooms in Liberty Square, which is why the restrooms in Columbia Harbor House are technically 
on the Fantasyland side of where the building sits. There are only there. There's a couple. They're very very small restrooms uh, in Columbia Harbor House. I mean, like I think there's like one and one and one sink and like that's it. But they're very well themed and. Yeah, I was going to say it's a great place to go, but it's a great place to go. Uh, I also like the little restaurants <laughs> over at Tomorrowland Terrace. Um, they match the the theming of the area. And most of the time, because the old noodle station is closed, there's usually nobody there. And the restrooms are like it's a ghost town. Um, and it, it so if you're, if, if you're looking for a place, it's not going to be crowded. Tomorrowland Terrace and Space 220, also t- cool very clever, um, well-themed. But the last one I wanted to mention, and I have to put on the list, and it almost deserves a place on the main list, is in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I don't think any of us mentioned really anyone there. No, and I was hoping somebody would. So So these are not, it's not about the theming. It's not about the size, but it's locate, like you said, Tim, location, location, location. I'm talking about the flight of passage mid queue restrooms in Pandora, the world of Avatar. Mm. Let me take you back in time to the opening of said attraction and the lines, and still sometimes they are, are two and three hours long. There literally used to be a sign at the entrance saying there are no restrooms. Like once you're in the queue, you're in the queue. It's a three hour wait. Do the math. So born from necessity, the flight of passage mid Q restrooms were born and thankfully they still remain. They are a godsend, especially if you have kids and, and things like that. So uh, this was more, <laughs> is there any, any other, any other ones that we missed? Any other ones you wanted to throw in that we may have missed? I, think uh, I just got reminded of one. Uh, if we're going to go off the, uh, the, you know, secret access or limited access kind of route. Um, I had the pleasure of using one of the corporate lounge restrooms on my recent trip. And just by convenience alone, those are just nice. It's a, it's a one room. You, you, it's only to yourself. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's relaxing. You don't have to deal with the hustle and bustle <laughs> of, you know, a billion people walking in and out and, you hear constant flushing and water going off. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a break from the action. <laughs> I, uh, one of these days I'm going to have to do, I'm going to talk about the, the corporate lounges. Don't say what it is, but just give me a yes or no answer. Is this the corporate lounge that is in Disney's Hollywood studios? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Why not? I think we're talking, l- listen deny to it. Me. It's uh, secret handshakes and ceremonies. It's a, there's a lot, you know, if you know, you know, but I, I feel like that's an outsider. <laughs> Wait, I have one more. I wanted to throw ahead, in there real quick. I, I, Cause I promised I was going to do this. This is a guest room, a uh, bathroom, not a restroom, a bathroom, which you can't go into if you're not there, but I just thought it was cool. So this is at the contemporary. And I, the reason I bring this up is because as we all know, the contemporary had a big remodeling going over the past, several years where they introduced elements of the Incredibles, at which point we heard that and we went, no, no, what happened to my Jetsons themed Tomorrowland room that I oh so loved, which brought me back to the seventies. But 
when we went there, we were, I was actually delighted to see, yes, Incredibles, but I also like to think of it more as a sleek monorail Mary Blair kind of vibe in all the rooms, combined with some graphical stuff of Incredibles, but not in your face. And the bathroom was actually really cool because it did both of that. I imagine if the monorail had an executive restroom in the last car. <laughs> this is what it would look like. Um, just sleek, modern, uh, or uh, with the modern but retro with uh, whites and grays but colored panels. And the mirror had a glass etched circa 1971 monorail graphics sweeping across it. Someday I will get that installed in my house. But until then, <laughs> I have to wait till I visit. So again, you can't go visit if you're not staying there. But with the remodel and all that, and the bathroom is being very marble and dark and elegant before, and we do miss that. But it was nice to see what they did do and, and carried that, I like to say, monorail theming into the and I'm sure, even with such a comprehensive and detailed look at the restrooms and our favorite restrooms of Walt Disney World, there are probably some that we missed. You, our friend, may be sitting in your car, on the treadmill, walking the dog, pushing the stroller, putting away dishes, whatever it might be, screaming, saying, how have you possibly forgotten this one? Well, which restrooms did we miss? Or which restrooms do you love? Which restrooms are your favorite and why? Which restrooms should you avoid at all costs? Which are the the just these you should not use unless you need to? What makes a good restroom? What um, what's something you could put into a Disney themed restroom in the parks that maybe they are missing? I would love to hear from you. Don't call the voicemail from the restaurant restroom because again, that's weird. But you can email me, Lou at www.radio.com. More importantly, come be part of the community and conversation over in the clubhouse. I'll post this question there at www.radio.com slash clubhouse. Then when you're done, go and visit Timmy Foster over at celebrationspress.com because Tim in one succinct sentence is going to tell us what, what sort of magical happenings are going on there right now. Well, I can tell you one thing that's not happening is I wouldn't, despite what we just talked about, don't expect a Walt Disney World restroom pictorial in an upcoming <laughs> issue celebrations anytime soon. So let's take a word for it. Um, now, we have lots of uh, our, our Epcot and 50th anniversary books are there. We have new books in the works. I will just say Animal Kingdom turns 25 years young this year. Wow. And of course, it's the 100 year celebration this year. So we have lots of magic in store. Spring issues coming out with lots of Animal Kingdom magic. So. Nice. And you can find all that at celebrationspress.com. Garrett, thank you so much for petitioning yourself to be part of this conversation. You made the promise and you delivered on it. Uh, where, if anywhere, do you like people can find you on the Internet? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at GarrettL15. Garrett L underscore 15. Uh, that's just my personal account, but I'm thinking about starting a, a facility review account. Uh, for the, when I say facility, I don't mean restrooms. I mean like queues or, or, you know, just, just random places, not restrooms. Like just that. <laughs> just I'm sure that there's, I'm, there, I'm so, sure that somebody has like a restroom Instagram or like a restroom blog out there somewhere. You know, they could be, but I'm not that creepy. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man, I will um, I will link to your Instagram in the show notes. And gentlemen, and they use that term loosely, thank you very much for joining me, for keeping the conversation as relatively mature as we possibly could. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. It was a rough, it was, you know what, I'm just going to stop talking. It's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> it was a rough go of it. time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World's history or see how way you pay attention to the details of what you see, hear, taste, or remember. If you think you know the answer, you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. And this week's trivia contest is brought to you by the WW Radio Nation, which means it's brought to you by you. Because by supporting the show through the WW Radio Nation, you bring every episode of the show to life. Every live broadcast, the contest, the events, they are all thanks to, more importantly, they're by, for, with, and about you. You can find out how you can help the show for as little as a dollar per month and get exclusive rewards every month like scavenger hunts, trivia quests. We do a monthly group video call. Get access to our private Facebook group, the shirts, stickers, monthly care packages from the parks, early access and discounts to special events, and much more. If you like the show, it's a great way to show your support. More importantly, I love being able to give back to you and thank you for the love and the support and friendship that you have given to me. And keep in mind that helping to support the show through the nation in turn helps our Dream Team project, which benefits the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Thanks to you, we've raised more than $550,000 to help children and their families visit Walt Disney World. I want to thank some new and longtime members of the nation family, including Andre Borke, Zach Brown, the Zach Brown, Donna Milligan, and the Neal family. To find out how you can help the show, you can visit www.radio.com slash support. Now, before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week, I shared that I am not really a sweets guy. I prefer the savory over the sweet. But there are a few sweets that I do enjoy from time to time, both in and out of Walt Disney World. It's Girl Scout cookie season, Thin Mints, how I love you so, but I digress. And so whether I am or not a sweets guy, last week I wanted you to tell me where in Walt Disney World you can find, it sounds delicious, dad's favorite chocolate peanut butter layered cake. Where in Walt Disney World can you find dad's, that was sort of the big hint or giveaway, favorite chocolate peanut butter layered cake. If you entered or played along at home or in your car, thank you very much. And the answer was, of course, 50s Primetime Cafe over at Hollywood Studios by Echo Lake. The cake is a three-layered chocolate cake cake with layers of peanut butter ganache. I now sense a research trip in my near future. Plus, they have the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. If only there was somebody, anybody who would join me. But back to the contest. I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one. And last week, you're once again playing for a WW Radio mug, pin, and a mystery prize. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is Roberto Santos. So, Roberto, congratulations. I will get your prize package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, as I mentioned, in our top 10 restrooms of Walt Disney World, the restrooms in Batu, in Black Spire Outpost, in Galaxy's Edge, in Hollywood Studios, in Walt Disney World are not called restrooms at all. Your question this week is to tell me, what are the restrooms in Batu called? 
You have until Sunday, February 26th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern to go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the form there. And this week, in addition to the mug and the pin, I'm going to give you a mystery prize from Galaxy's Edge. So good luck, have fun, and may the Force or the Schwartz be with you. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you again for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I hope you had fun, learned something new about restrooms, and uh, the show brought a little bit of happiness and some Disney magic to your day and week. Don't forget to look for and listen to a second show in your podcast app this week. I mentioned last week that I'm going to be adding a second show to the feed from the Disney archives, as well as a few shorter segments, maybe some timely and topical shows, some solo shows, a top five. I hope you enjoyed the first show that I shared this past week from the archives, my interview with Alice Davis, a little bit of context at the beginning. I shared some stories about the experience interviewing Alice Davis in her home. If there's anything from the archives you'd like to hear, let me know by calling the voicemail or posting in the clubhouse. Speaking of the clubhouse, come be part of the community and conversation, not just about this episode or even the show, but anything in the Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars universe. It's fun. It's free. It's welcoming. A very positive place where we talk about a little bit of everything. Again, you can find the clubhouse by visiting www.radio.com slash clubhouse. You can also connect with me elsewhere on social. I am at Lou Mangiello on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. If you want to call the voicemail, be heard on the air. Leave a comment about this week's show or something from the archives or just say hello from the parks. You can call 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on an upcoming show, you can email me, lou at www.radio.com. In addition to connecting with you online, I still believe that nothing beats a handshake and a hug. Visit our events page at www.radio.com to find out about up coming events, including our next meet of the month in Walt Disney World is going to be over Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend next Saturday at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Details are on our events page and at facebook.com slash Radio. If you're looking for a speaker for your next conference, event, or for your school, or some one-on-one or small group coaching, I'd love to help you by crafting and custom tailoring on delivering exceptional customer service using lessons learned and actionable content and strategies from the Disney parks, leadership lessons from Walt Disney, building community, or pursuing your passion and turning what you love into what you do. You can learn more at loumangelo.com. And if I can help you do exactly that, turn that thing that you love into the thing that you do, take your business idea, blog, product, podcast to the next level. You can also find out how we can work together again by visiting loumangelo.com. And I now have only two seats left for my Momentum Weekend Retreat at the end of April. And stay tuned for more information about my Momentum Weekend Workshop in Walt Disney World coming back again this fall. Thanks as always to Mouse Fan Travel, my official and recommended travel provider. Whether you're going to a Disney destination, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, Aulani, or anywhere on this big, blue, beautiful planet of ours, the team at Mouse Fan Travel can help you with an incredible level of personal service that comes all at no cost to you. You can visit them over at mousefantravel.com. And as always, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. How can you do that? Simply by sharing the show and telling a friend who may not have listened before. Taking a screenshot while you're listening, share it on social. Tag me at Lou Mangiello. I'll reshare it and follow you back. 
sharing a link to the show on your favorite social network. And if you can, take just a couple of seconds to leave a rating over in Spotify podcast or a rating and review over an Apple podcast. It was incredibly helpful. I want to thank some recent reviewers like Bob D who says it's the best Disney podcast by far. I found and downloaded the podcast to start the planning process for a Disney vacation. Of all the 10 or so podcasts I downloaded, this is the only one I truly enjoy no matter what topic is being covered. The podcast is well-made, informative, educational, as well as entertaining. After listening to one or two, especially the live reviews, you start to feel like you're listening to old family friends. It's worth a listen. The best Walt Disney World podcast out there. Great conversation, great guests, and great topic. Thank you very much for that. Your kind words mean more to me than you know. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the community, our extended family, for your support, your friendship, and always inspiring me to do better and to be better and to find and to choose the good whenever and wherever I can. And whatever that thing is that you want to do, that dream that you have, don't wait for something to happen. Go make something happen. And don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait for next week. As Quasimodo said in Hunchback of Notre Dame, Today is a good day to try. And if there's some way that I can help you, reach out and let me know. I love and appreciate you. I hope that this truly is your best week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou. It's Adam from Salt Lake City, Utah. I just finished listening to part one of your interview with Dewan Rivers, and it was really good. But what excited me more was your announcement that you will be putting an extra episode in your feed each week. I've been listening to you since July of 2015 when I first heard you being interviewed on the Digital Dads podcast. I've been hooked and haven't missed an episode since. I have gone back and listened to several of your earlier episodes, including your first, but sadly I can't say that I've gone back and listened to them all. So the announcement that you will be putting old episodes back into the feed is awesome because I bet I will get many of the ones that I missed. I'm also happy about this because over time I have cut the podcasts I listened down to three, including yours, but of course, but around Thursday I run out of things to listen to, so it's going to be perfect. One of the reasons that I've listened to you all of these years is something that other podcasts have failed to do and is why I don't listen to them anymore. You are positive. Your positivity has helped me get through many hard times and been an inspiration to me for so long. Please keep it up. I don't want, don't know what I would do without you. You are my friend, even though we haven't met yet, and I am hoping to possibly remedy that in the beginning of June this year. I would like to give you a handshake and a hug, and I'll reach out to you about this soon. Thanks again for everything, Lou. See ya. Hello, Lou Mangello and WDW Radio folks. This is Darlene Nagy formerly of West Seneca, New York, now living currently in Central Florida. I'm calling in to say that you have two weeks from Friday um, for the Disney Italy WDW Radio Adventure in Italy. That's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to hear all about it. Then you have two months less than for the WDW Radio Bermuda Cruise on the Fantasy. And then, oh my goodness, 10 months only? Are you kidding me? For the WDW Radio Adventure by Disney Christmas Market Shopping Biking Cruise. You guys are going to have so much fun, and that Christmas shopping is going to be great. I might have to put a little list together for somebody to get me something.
<laughs> have a wonderful, magical day, and good luck to all our princess runners that are coming up next weekend. Have a great, magical week. Love and hugs.